On this podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Kara with the She's the Owner podcast, and we are on episode 53. I'm going to ramp it up considerably, um, partly because of my friend Jesse Lee, who is um, a podcaster and MLM queen, and she does all this stuff. She's an incredible entrepreneur, and I follow her religiously, and yesterday I listened to a podcast, not to compare myself to her, for sure not, because we have totally different lives, but she had made a commitment to do more podcasting, and I had said the same thing at the beginning of this whole coronavirus thing, and I've fallen off the track, so my commitment is to do more of these because there's value in them and I want to bring you value. So, um, so today I want to talk about limiting beliefs and this is a big one. So a lot of times I'm talking about feminine masculine energy and that's all well and good and, and that's important and we need to, obviously that's the, the format and, and, um, you know, basis for my entire company. But one of the things I haven't been talking about as much as I'd like to be or need to be is um, a lot of the mindset work that I do. And so one of those things is around limiting beliefs. So if, if any of you who are listening have done any Tony Robbins events, um, and I, I imagine quite a few of you have just because that's just how you've come to find me and all that sort of thing. But so that's kind of like the, the cornerstone, I would say, of anything related to the work that I do with, um, with the courses and the seminars and the books and the podcasts and all that is really attacking the limiting beliefs. And so the thing about that is that if that's kind of where you have to start, like you can't have this life that you want or say that you want while you haven't even done any work on the limiting beliefs that you have. And so part of why this, why this one is coming up for me today. So I follow a, a woman named um, Catherine. I'm not even sure how to pronounce her last name, Zenek or something to that effect. She goes by manifestation vape on uh, Instagram. And I'm sitting there and I'm, she did a house tour. She just got this gorgeous, gorgeous apartment in uh, LA and I'm watching this video. She does this house tour of her dream and her whole entire brand is around manifestation. And I'm watching it and I'm getting, I'm really happy for her. I think it's amazing. I think obviously she's worked her ass off to get to where she's at, but I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, fuck, like what's the problem here? Like, why do I feel now I will sit like, so my thought was, why do I feel still so irritated about not having what I want financially in, in particular, because I feel pretty rounded in uh, other areas physically, not, not so much. I'm still working on that, but you know, like my life is really, really good. And I do things that other people may not be able to do or be able to afford yet. And for me, it's, you know, I'm not where I'm at or I'm not where I want to be at. Like that's just the reality of it. So I'm watching this video and I'm thinking, holy shit, her place is so gorgeous. I would love to have a place like that. This, you know, and I'm, as I'm even recording this podcast, I'm in front of my vision board and there's a lot of similarities, you know, I've, that I've seen on her video or whatever, but I'm like, why, 
why does it feel like it's taking forever to get what I want? And there's a couple, so limiting beliefs is the first thing. The other thing, and I'm going to talk about some of my limiting beliefs, what they are, how to fix them, all that type of thing. Super like quick, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I'll just give you kind of high level of, of how I've worked through them. But the other thing is the alignment piece. So some of you know, I don't know if not everybody, but some of you know, I have a, another company called the content company. We've had that company for over six years. We've done well over a million, probably a million and a half in revenue with just my husband and I. Um, we had a team of writers um, that we used throughout. Obviously, Corona has really shifted that. There's still some work that's happening over on that side. Very proud of ourselves. I think we did an incredible job. I know I could scale that easily. I've been in business for 20 years in one form or another. I've definitely worked back in the workforce, but a lot of my time has spent, been spent being an entrepreneur and trying to figure that whole thing out. So why, why did I not get it to a million a year or several million a year when I know that's 100% possible? Because I fought it continuously all the time. I think, okay, I'm going to sell the company or I'm going to whatever. Through the separation, I was going to say, can you take it? I don't want it anymore. I had all these things. And then I kept coming back to, well, you know, you can scale this company. You know, you can make all this money. You know, you can blah, 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 whatever the, the story was. But I never did it. Never did it. And I didn't do it because I don't, I'm not in alignment with it. I love, I'm so, so, so proud of how we create content. We are very high quality. We have an incredible reputation. I love our company, but I'm not motivated by money. So just sit with that for a second. I've proven that money, at least for women, is not a big enough motivator to do the things you don't want to do, i.e., I don't want to scale the content company. I don't. I know I can. I know I'm intelligent enough. I know the market's there. I know all of that stuff. I've been in business forever. I'm not in alignment with it, and I don't care. It's not passion for me to get up in the morning thinking I'm going to scale this company. I'd like it to do better than it has just because of the, the virus situation. But does that make me get up in the morning all excited? No, it doesn't. And so when I tell you that passion, when you follow your passion, the money will show up. I'm not full of shit. I'm telling you, like I've proven it. The money showed up, but neither of us were very, you know, we're not, neither of us are living our passion. Again, I'm passionate about how we do content, but I'm not passionate about content itself. Like if I didn't have the content company, would I go and try and do something in that industry? No way. I've done digital forever. Done. I'm not in alignment. And so part of that was my belief system. I had a belief that I had to do it. I had a belief that I'd created this thing that made money and that I had to stick to it because it made money. Even though my heart and soul was not fully into it. At least maybe in the first four years it was, but definitely the last two years I'm, I've been struggling. So when you're in alignment, 
that's when you can manage all the stuff that you don't want to manage. And I tell this to people all the time, like being an entrepreneur, like I feel like you're an entrepreneur, you're not for one, that's kind of the first thing. But when you're an entrepreneur, there are a ton of things that you don't want to do. Like I hate accounting. I love numbers. I love looking at numbers. I love projecting that type of thing. I hate the accounting side. I've like, I'd rather pull my teeth out than deal with the accounting side. But the, the trick is that if you're um, not in love with what you're doing and you're not in love with impact and you're not in love with all of those things, dealing with the accounting for the first year when you can't afford an accountant, it's going to fucking suck. So I'm in love with She's the Owner. I'm in love with everything that this brand is about. I'm in love with the impact I'm having or want to have on a larger global scale. So it's okay. I can handle the other stuff for now. But if it were something I didn't feel awakened by or in love with or passionate about, I guarantee you it would be, it would fall to the wayside for one. And, and accounting is in a particular or a particular area for me that really chaps me. I hate it. But so being an entrepreneur is the most incredible gift I've ever been given. And I'm blessed that I, that's how I think. And that's how I am. But if I'm not passionate about the thing I'm an entrepreneur about, the rest of it gets very dicey and very uncomfortable. And that's when people give up and that's when people go, oh, I'm just meant to work for someone else or because they're not, they're not listening. Right. Like, and I, and I get stern about this topic because I say it constantly. If you follow your passion, the money will show up. It's just that fucking way. There's no way around it. You can say, oh, I kind of like this or kind of like that. But like in year two and three, when you kind of like something and it's tanking, you're not going to have the energy or the excitement or the anything to pick it back up. Like it's just how it fucking goes, you know, and it's important to listen to that piece. So let's, let's, we'll kind of segue back into the belief thing. So Limiting beliefs are pretty self-explanatory, but really what it comes down to is the fact that anything that you're believing that's going to stop you from getting what you want is a limiting belief. It's limiting your ability to create and do what you want to do. So if I had a belief that nobody listened to podcasts, how, how quickly would I be going to record a podcast? I wouldn't. I'd be like, well, nobody listens to them anyway. What's the point? Blah, blah, blah. If I had a belief that women were all good and happy and totally balanced and I had nothing to offer them and no way to help them, how quickly would I be creating She's the Owner to help women show you know, or help women rediscover their feminine energy and still crush it in business? Probably wouldn't. So limiting beliefs are sneaky. Um. I've done a lot of work at Tony Robbins events around this topic. I've done, I think I've done, I've participated in probably one, two, three, four, five events and then crewed the others that I've gone to. So I've been around it. I've been exposed to it, but actual participation and belief, the belief systems, the limiting belief workshops that we do are like, that's the beginning because you can plan all day. You can say this, that, and the other, but if you haven't really sat with the, um, your limiting beliefs, you're not, you're really just spinning your wheels. You're not going to get anywhere. So why do we have them? Well, a lot of it, most of it, I would say comes from childhood conditioning, that type of thing. You know, you'll hear your parents say, I can't afford it. 
Um, what do you think, you know, like, do you think money grows on trees? Do you, and you have to work really hard for someone else to be, to have money, all the types of like in my family, it's interesting. My parents were, were both entrepreneurial, but both couldn't figure out a way to make that happen. So I ended up going back and working for other people. And so I know that's where I get it from, but even though their activity was saying they were more like a worker bee and an employee, their underlying actions occasionally showed me otherwise, but I had a limiting, so, you know, childhood, that's, I mean, that's nine times out of 10 where you get it. You might've heard something as a teenager, but typically it's our upbringing and what we've seen at home and, you know, most around entrepreneurship in particular. I mean, when I was 20 or no, yeah, maybe like, let's say between 17 and 20, entrepreneurs, first of all, I don't even know if I heard that word very often or if I even understood it, but there was a belief that if you started your own business or you were a real estate agent was another one, um, that you were, that's, you were doing that because you couldn't do anything else because you couldn't hack it in school. You couldn't hack it getting a degree. So that's what the alternative was. Now, you know, 20 something years later, being an entrepreneur is ultra cool. Everyone's an entrepreneur, even though they're not really a fucking entrepreneur, but everyone wants to be when it's cool now or real estate, right? Like look how massive real estate is as an industry and how cool it is. If you see your, your real estate agent, oh my God, like there's so much clout to that now. There wasn't 20 years ago. So that belief, I'm not even sure where I got that one um, about being an entrepreneur. But so typically when you see a belief system like that, really the first thing is you need to identify, like what are some of the things that I'm thinking on a daily basis conscious or subconscious, it'll come out eventually, that are stopping me from X, Y, and Z. <clears throat> so I'll tell you a couple of mine that I worked through at UPW and then at Date With Destiny. So basically you just write them down. So if you want some sort of takeaway from this podcast, write down your three limiting beliefs, right? Write them down. And no one's going to see them. You don't have to worry about anybody seeing them. But write them down very honestly. Don't bullshit. Tell them or write them as exactly how they are in your head. So for me, um, I had a limiting belief yesterday that just creeped up. And the belief was, ready for this nonsense, that I can't record a podcast without a guest because no one's going to give a shit. So I'll say it again. I can't record a podcast without a guest because no one's going to give a shit. I listen to people's podcasts often and they don't have a guest and I listen the whole way through and I fucking love it and I get tons of value out of it. So where am I getting this belief that if I don't have a guest on my show, that my show can't stand on its own? I don't know where I got that. It comes down to me not thinking I'm, uh, good enough, which is another belief that holds us back constantly. So here's real time. I had this belief and I went, that's idiotic. I have a lot to, to talk about. I could write 20 things I could talk about that people will find value in. So here I am recording this podcast. Legit. That's how this happened. Um, a limiting belief I had when I went to my very first UPW, which was in 2018 was wealthy people are greedy assholes. I mean, how am I ever going to be a wealthy person 
if I have the belief that wealthy people are greedy assholes? I'm not. So what happens is you have the belief and then your subconscious goes, uh, hell no, we're not going to, that's not, a, that's a negative belief. We're not going to let that shit happen. And so it doesn't. And so you're, and then your actions go beyond that, right? So you're not doing the things that are going to help you create wealth because you have this idea that wealthy people are assholes. I don't want to be an asshole. So etc. Um, another one was, um, that Ken and I couldn't have a good relationship because, um, he's introverted, et cetera. Well, how am I going to have a good relationship if I have the belief? Cause he's not. So you can see how you start to contradict yourself. Here's, here's what I want, but here's my belief. And so there's a lot of, there's a, it's like a roadblock, continuous roadblock, a, a you know, it, like it can't flow. So the first one, so how did I fix it? The first one. So for me now, because I've done a lot of the work, internally and with my coach and with events, etc. I know to just go. So I don't sit and negotiate with myself anymore. Um, on certain things I do, like sometimes I will, but most of the time I just do the thing. So for example, the podcast, I just hopped on this morning and I'm like, fuck that. I'm doing this podcast by myself and that's cool. People like it. They do. If they don't, that's okay too. So I don't sit in it for days and days and days and think about it. I just say, okay, here's the belief. I catch it, write it down. That's super important. Write it down. Once you've looked at it on paper, you can go, well, that's stupid. But if it's still meaningful to you, look at it and write out what are the consequences of holding on to this belief, right? So if I didn't get on this podcast this morning, consequences are X, Y, Z. People wouldn't hear this important thing about belief systems, right? And I think that's really valuable. I think it's important that you hear it because this is the crux of everything that's not right in your life right now or everything that's not going the way that you want it to. This is the piece or at least a part of the piece. So if I hadn't caught that belief let it go. I wouldn't have done this podcast and then you guys wouldn't have heard, been able to hear any of this. So there's a consequence. Um, so the consequence of, of the wealthy thing. Okay. Well, what's the consequence if I continue to think wealthy people are assholes? I'm not going to be wealthy. Okay. Well, so what? I'm not wealthy. Well, for me, that means no traveling, no freedom, no, no being able to take my kids wherever I want to go. And I mean, a lot of three of my four kids are adults, but so what? We can still travel in style and do all these beautiful trips together. Well, if I think wealthy people are assholes, I'm always going to struggle trying to make money. And that sucks. I don't want to look at myself at, you know, 98, 100 years old and thinking, great, I played small. I wasn't wealthy. I struggled for money the whole fuck. Like, come on. Those, that's bullshit. And if you get real with yours, people always say, well, I don't need this. Fuck that. If I gave you a million dollars, don't even for a second tell me you wouldn't quit the job. You wouldn't get the car. You wouldn't do the thing. You wouldn't go on the trip. You would. The only reason people say, well, I'm not materialistic. Because by the way, materialistic is when you want stuff instead of people and experiences. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you, if you, if I said to you, here's a million dollars and, and you gave me some completely different life that you say you would have, then I know that you want that life. And the only reason you don't have that life is because you're chicken. That's really different. That's workable. That's, that's easy to fix. But so many people are bullshitting themselves about what they really want and telling, because they don't, they're afraid to say it. Well, I really want 
this incredible vacation that's fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for my four family members. But I don't need that. Well, no shit. But you're only saying that because you're fearful. You're only saying that because you can't figure out how that's going to happen. And the reason you can't figure that out is your belief system. Because either you believe that's too lavish and you don't deserve it, you believe that, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's a million reasons why you'd have that belief. But until you attack this part, until you identify the belief, you will never move forward. You'll never leave the job. You'll never start the business. You'll never be happy in a relationship. None of it. None of it. None of it. So when I did the exercise around the belief systems, or sorry, around the wealth, I realized I could give examples of hundreds, thousands even, if I had to really go that deep, um, of wealthy people who are not assholes and who are very generous. Tony Robbins, for God's sake, that guy, like, the, the person, like my top mentor is one of the wealthiest men in the world and one of the most generous people in the world. So what the hell am I even talking about? And that's it. You have to, <laughs> so much of this um, personal development stuff is like, I think we have this idea, or maybe I did or whatever, maybe I had a belief that it was supposed to be all rosy and sunshine and like, oh, hippy dippy, this is fucking awesome. But it's not, like it's hard work. It's the work that, the part of it that I find is or was I love it now but was challenging in the beginning is being this really honest right like admitting that you're fucked about your belief systems admitting that it needs work admitting that it's you ego hates that hates it but it's literally the only way you're going to get past any of this shit is when you start to be honest like really honest not yeah, I could work on, like really fucking honest, owning it, owning your part in it. Because guess what? You're the only one that's going to be able to fix any of it. No one's coming along and saying, here's a magic wand. All of a sudden, you know, everything makes sense and you're on your way and everything's perfect. And you're, nobody does that. I have cried. I've nearly puked. I've been angry. I've screamed. I've done it all working through this stuff and I wouldn't change it never think it's supposed to be easy. If it's not painful and if it's not uncomfortable, it's not growth. But growth is what gets me to, to spend five minutes on the idea that no one wants to listen to a, a podcast with just me on it and spend a few minutes on that versus three days or a week or a month or a fucking lifetime. That's the, those are the tools. That's what I've learned over the last several years of this is that three years ago, I may have never even done it. Today, I spent two minutes, three minutes, whatever, thinking, oh, nobody wants to listen. And then, ah, fuck it, I'm on and done. That's, that's what growth does. It's not magic. It didn't magically fix me or whatever three years ago. I had to keep working that muscle so that a day like today, because that's a big one. That was a really big limiting belief. But a day like today when that comes up, I spend two seconds on it and I'm over it. Um. The other, so the other, and I talk about this all the time, journaling, write it down. As soon as you catch yourself thinking that, thinking the thing, and this is how I work through it. I write it down if I need to. Sometimes I don't like this. In this case, I didn't, but I'll write it down and I write down the consequences like I told you, but then write the alternative. So what would my life look like without this story, without this limiting belief? 
and that's where you start to physically, for me, start to physically create the thing where you can feel it in your body. So for me, the, the next really big goal, so I've, I've got a huge, huge vision board. Um, I think I'm going to do a zoom or, or some kind of live on how I built it, not in the not too distant future. Cause I think it's really important, but I walk through my house on my board like daily. I, you know, my goal is to get my Instagram account to 50,000 followers, engaged, beautiful women, men too, but mostly women who really want to understand the feminine masculine. Um, I have a goal for taking my girlfriends out on a beach getaway, all expenses paid. So I have all this stuff on my board. I, so I look at it and I write it out today. I was in my house and I'm writing it as if it's happened. And so then I start to have a new belief, right? So if I'm wealthy, this is what my house is going to look like. And these are the experiences I can invite all my girlfriends to my house in Florida. And we have this amazing time. So it's like, once you start, once you figure out the belief that isn't serving you, create a new belief. What's the new belief going to be? Now my new belief is wealthy people are incredible. And we have, we, do you notice that I'm using the word we? Because that's the goal. Um, absolutely are generous and we're not assholes. The assholes are always assholes and nice people are usually nice. Money doesn't change people. And I know that's, again, that's a belief that we've had is like money turns you into an asshole. It doesn't. An asshole was an asshole before he was rich. He just didn't have money. Like it's the truth. I'm not going to, if I had a million bucks in my bank account right now, I'm not all of a sudden going to turn into some asshole that you can't tell. No, because I'm who I am. Money, I'll have more fun. You know, I can do more stuff, but it's not going to change who I am. If I was an asshole, I'd always be an asshole, rich or poor, period. Um, so yeah, coaching is another way to, to help with the, the limiting beliefs. Obviously, you guys know I work with a coach. I work with a Tony coach, Mariela Cherniak, and she is amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, like if you, need, if you want me to talk about her offline, I'm happy to tell you everything about her. She's incredible. But coaching, so it doesn't obviously have to be my coach, but coaching is one of the ways that you learn because they can see your blind spots. Like she'll call me out and be like, is that a limiting belief? And I'll be like, oh shit, I didn't catch that one. And so co coaching is another really powerful way to work through the limiting beliefs. And then obviously seminars, whether it's Tony, that's what I would always recommend because he's the expert in this area, but anything, you know, any, any type of um, seminar that's going to help you move past these limiting beliefs and work on your mindset. It's paramount. You can't do anything without it. People try and they get so far and then eventually they're like, fuck, I'm stalled out. You need to, you need the help of your tribe, whatever that tribe looks like you do. You need the help of other people because you can't see your blind spots. I know I can't half the time. And if I didn't have the people around my daughter, my daughter, Amanda, she's like a fucking rock star when it comes to catching my blind spots. She's so good at it. So coaching, seminars, journaling, those are some ways that you can get through the limiting beliefs. If you want me to do any type of kind of a, a, a deeper dive on that, on the things that I do and how I work through them, let me know in the comments. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments below. Um, or send me a DM. You can find me at she's the owner on Instagram. And 
I also would love to invite you to join our free group. We finally created it in Facebook. It's called She's the Owner. Um, it is a private group, women only, and um, a lot of what we talk about is this type of thing and a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you're interested in that, you can hit the website up at uh, she's the owner.com and just simply go onto the uh, group's membership page in the website, click on the Facebook tab, and you will be uh, able to request entry into the group. So that's it for this, this one. I hope it was helpful. I hope that I added value. I, I feel like I did. And I think really sincerely listen, heed the words that are coming out of my mouth. Your belief system navigates it all. Um, and we'll talk about values because values is another piece of the puzzle at some point, but I hope you have a wonderful day and that's it. We'll talk soon. Hi.